0: I've tried fad diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off.
1: AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy. And there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous.
0: With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control.
1: Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS. This is
0: Zaniac Joe Pellarito.
2: And Danny Pellarito. E Z. S P E Z S P. It's e the Eric Zane Show podcast. Give me an E. 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 Give me a Z. Z. <laughs> Give me a S. S. Give me a P. P. What's that spell? Esp. Uh- What's that, spell? SP. Alright, listen, it's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric zane Welcome, yeah. Hello, 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 hello. I just uh, had a jaw issue straight up eight o'clock and i was like okay let's hit start and then i tried to open my mouth and it would not i am not kidding you that is exactly how it works with this uh i was i remember to the day well not to the day but i remember i was in the basement of my the house i grew up in lifting weights of course i'm like pumping iron got the arm blaster on oh god it's great and then uh I was like straining my face and then something happened and I could not open my mouth. I could open it a little bit. Like what just happened here? I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. I thought I broke my jaw because I was straining so much. Turns out that was the beginning of this ridiculous uh, jaw issue that I've had. It's never gone away and uh something's, something's jacked in there. In fact, um my dentist Dr. Bite Splint I did the noise for him that it makes. And he goes, "Oh my god! What are you Oh Jesus!" Because I've never heard anything like that in my life. I've never I've never witnessed and never read about, never never uh, seen video of. I've never It's it's horrible, okay? On the list of atrocities it goes, uh, Russian bombing of, uh, daycare, Russian bombing of maternity ward, my jaw above that. It's that bad. I'm kidding. Of course. More on that later. So I'm sitting here today and I'm like, okay, let's, oh, oh no. And it hurts. Oh, does it hurt? So then I kind of have to, you know, manipulate it. And, uh, and massage it. At times I've had to take a, uh, a a wet rag and heat it up in the microwave and put it on my face. Piping hot to get things to relax in my head. It's the worst. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you the steps that I have to go, go through to make it like operate appropriately. And um, so sitting here getting set to do the show. If it, well, I can't do the show if my mouth won't open. I mean, it opens a very little bit, and then, and you know, hey, I got to have full open mouth at all times. There can be no closed mouth, you know? So if I have to do the show at 50%, well, fuck that. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Well, all right, play the AIDS diet candy commercial, and maybe you can manipulate it. So then while that's playing... I see uh, Aram making smart-ass comments about me starting late. It's like, shut the fuck up. For God's sake, shut up. And I'm sitting there uh, trying to get my jaw into shape, and then finally it goes and cracks. I would do it for you. But it, first of all, it's gross. it's gross. It's 10 times more gross than my neck cracking. And it might get stuck. I don't want to risk that because if it gets stuck, I got to shut all of this down. I'm not kidding you. It's that much of a problem. So, trust me on this. Made worse, okay? The dentist that I went to yesterday, years ago, um, he says, hey, you grind your teeth. And I go, yeah, I know for sure I used to do this. He goes, no, you still do it. I go, well, I don't know. I'm arguing with my dentist and he goes, you need a bite splint. And, uh, I go, Oh yeah. And he says, okay. Yeah. So he, he goes through this whole process and makes a, like a mold of my bite and all this. And, and, uh, um, uh, he makes them there, makes this, uh, this bite splint. It's super expensive. And, um, but what he's, he isn't aware is how jacked my jaw is. Now my left side, And is worse than my right. But my right will dislocate as well. And when I say it's fucked. It is dislocating. Very boring how it works. But there's a a set of uh, bones. And soft tissue in there. That's supposed to do one thing. supposed to zig. And it zags. And it becomes dislocated. Oh my god. I put the stupid bite splint in. Before I go to bed. This is a decade and a half ago. And I wake up. Both sides are locked. Locked. I can open it like this much. And here I am getting up for my radio job. And I'm like, what the fuck? What just happened to me? And it was intense pain. Instant headache. Migraine level headache. Everything's rebelling on me. Um, Could barely get my mouth open up enough to eat. Let alone do a stupid radio show. Okay, so that's weird. And then I'm like, "Well, okay it it's gotta it's gotta come loose." It didn't. Um, it took months for it to repair itself, for it to unlock. And it, I went so far as to get uh, rehab. I'm trying to get rehab for this thing, and it's dislocated. And then the guy who was doing the rehab, he kind of knew what he was doing, but not really. And then um, I remember one day in particular, I was just kind of like massaging it. This is weeks into it. And my right side came free. And it was a huge relief. But now it's like, I I look like a stroke patient. And then I remember the day, quite literally months later, I was sitting at my desk in uh, our old office at the radio station. And I'm just doing what I'm used to doing. And that is constantly trying to work this thing out and then oh, it comes free. And it was uh, second only to the biggest orgasm ever in terms of satisfaction and release and relief. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, ah, oh, I I've done it. I've opened up my face. Oh, ah, ah it was incredible. Okay. Uh, I think it's called TMJ, Temporomandibular Joint Syndrome, that I have. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. I wouldn't. It's, I, I. actually would wish it on my worst enemy. It's terrible. Um, the bite splint, I threw that thing out. And they goes, what'd you do that for? I go, you, I go you idiot. Are you kidding me? Uh, this is a uh, a ground down teeth is a small price to pay i will take the ground down teeth they're gonna fall out of your head you're gonna wear out your enamel and then they're gonna rot out of your head i go dad give me your slippery slope dennis bullshit just clean the fucking teeth Uh, this is all you gotta do okay first of all all the hygienists, they do all the fucking work. They, I get in the chair, they scrapey, scrapey, and then they lecture me about flossing. I'm like, eh, t- no, I'm not flossing. Now just come in here every six months. You clean it. They're going to clean the teeth, and then you come in. You got the rubber gloves on. Oh, yeah, you ready for your bite split? No, I'm not ready for my fucking bite split. He's going to stick his fingers in there, check for tumors. He's going to pull out my tongue. All this shit. Hey, how you doing anyway? How's it going? It's fine. Still doing the podcast? Yes. Why don't you listen? Maybe you'll know. Oh, boy, yeah. I don't even listen to the old show. Great. Okay, let's go. Get me the fuck out of here. Got to get you that bite splint. Shut up. He's known as Dr. Bite Splint. And uh, he convinced uh, Diana to get one. And then he convinced... uh, jacqueline to get one and uh he's oh yeah use itunian you grind your teeth you grind well diana's not technically a itunian she that's my wife maybe she just grinds it because she's stressed out with me who knows but yeah everybody needs a bite splint apparently i was like fuck the bite splint i would rather grind the teeth down to nothing and then just get implants it would be less of a headache than wearing your stupid plastic shit your acrylic nonsense in my head and destroying my jaw they might work for other people they don't work for your old pal Eric Zane, i'll tell you that right now now he doesn't even talk about it now because he used to like lecture me every time gotta get you another bite sponsor. no you don't no you don't okay you might be able to impose your will with your uh, uh, dental God complex on other people, but you will not do this shit on me. Okay. Ah, I love this guy though. Wonderful. Wonderful dude. Uh, I'm, I'm just busting his balls. And his son's next. His son's getting set to start the residency. It went dad. His dad was the first Dr. Bitesplint. And now it's him. And then his son. Yesterday was the big dentist day. It went off terrifically. You know, I mean, seriously, I, I do not mind going to the dentist. Uh, the lady who cleans my teeth, she has figured it out that, you know, there is no point in really having any questions when she's in your mouth like that. You don't need to ask me anything. It's okay. And she has figured that out with your old pal Eric Zane. That, uh, you know, just get it done. Because if, if you ask me a question and your hands are in my mouth, I'm <laughs> it just doesn't work. It's just ridiculous. Uh, it's okay that it's quiet. We don't need to fill every second with conversation. Just do your, uh, your professional job, which, by the way, they're underpaid. The ladies, and it's always chicks, I've never had a dude clean my teeth. Talk about a a field that it's like all of the ladies. I've never had a female dentist. It's always all the ladies are the hygienists and the men are the dentists. Ladies, why are you settling? Go uh, become a dentist. And I said to her, and I I go, so are you going to be a dentist one day? I just assume that that's the goal, right? She goes, oh, no, 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 no. No, this is this is I'm like what come on you're young you know what uh, you, you have plenty of uh, uh expertise just uh get into the books a little bit I know it's uh a lot like well it's, it's, it is a physician physician of the mouth probably the most important thing and then I'm like okay I gotta break the news to Dr. Bitesplint and I I Um, he got me in and out so fast because he's got to go from room to room. I didn't have a chance to bring it up, but I'm going to say, look, you got to see the NFK. You he doesn't know anything about the NFK, but it requires backstory. It's like, I got to get my brother-in-law in here. He hasn't seen a dentist in years. He chews tobacco. He drinks coffee. I think they're intact though. From what I've seen, no complaints about any tooth pain or anything, I think they're okay. You've got a doozy of a plaque job, I think. The hygienist will take care of that. But, okay, this these are the rules that you should, you should adhere by. Take my advice here. We'll get him in the chair. It's going to be uncomfortable. Don't ask him questions, okay? Don't ask him anything because he's going to go, he's going to start freaking out and flapping his arms and swearing. Uh, uh, he's going to uh, talk to you like you're an idiot. You don't want that. There is a, a fine line, and it might be a good idea if I'm in the room with you when he's getting his teeth cleaned. Too often, he's been asked questions, and he starts to freak out, and I have to say, easy. don't You don't need to freak out. Just answer the questions. That's a yes or no answer on that one. You don't need a long-winded, dramatic uh, uh, fucking moment here just talk It's all we're trying oh okay we shall see of course uh dr bite splint is going to recommend a bite splint enough with the bite splints please prior to that though prior to that it was physical day for your old pal eric zane here's the news i got my lipid panel They draw the blood. They take a look at all the other things that are going on there. And then the lipid panel is the one that I'm concerned about. Cholesterol. Triglycerides. Now. Okay. First of all, he's looking uh, at, uh, at my weight. And I weighed in at 184 pounds obliterating my previous high. The heaviest I'd ever seen on a scale was 177. Now, that was completely naked at 177. And I did have clothes on and shoes. That's clothes. But still, I am over 180 pounds. I am a tub of shit. Now, I guess... The weightlifting could have added some muscle on, but, mm. and he's looking at my weight each year, and I quit triathlon in 2016, and he's working backwards. He goes 184. He goes, huh? Is that a is that a little heavy? I go, um, uh, I think so. He goes, well, I can find out. And he, Couple keystrokes and he goes, okay. Last year, 177. Year before, 176. Year before, 20. And then he goes, oh, 166. 166. And then he goes, 155. 2016, 155. I have put on. Thirty pounds, thirty fucking pounds. What does that average out to? Six pounds a year. That's that's ridiculous. Like how I do that math in my head, uh-huh. right? Cause Sixteen, yeah. Wait a minute, maybe a little less than that. Sixteen to twenty-two. That's a six-year span. Five pounds. All right. So that's just fucked up, man. Like well, you know, uh, been eating a little bit more, uh, but I got that, I got that in check now. And he looks at me, and goes, "Yeah, you said that last year," because I got the notes right here that you, you said you had planned. And I go, "That was," he goes, "That was a year." So he's, he's, he's not, he's not buying my bullshit. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I've just been eating like an asshole." And then he goes over the cholesterol. Last year at this time, the bad cholesterol, one forty four. Today, 141. He goes, okay, so it's r- kind of flat. It's not really, it's not like a huge drop off, but it could be worse, could be higher. Your, your overall cholesterol is down. Okay, that's, that's reasonably good. However, your good cholesterol is falling more than your bad cholesterol. And you want a high number on the good cholesterol. And when you gave a shit about your health in 2016, it was like ridiculously high. The good cholesterol needs to be high. The bad cholesterol was, uh, you were hovering about 105. Your good cholesterol uh, was up about uh, 90. You know, you were great. You need to have the overall under 200, You, you need to have, and you're you're Good cholesterol is only like mid fifties. God, you're a piece of shit. He's thinking to himself and he goes, as you know, Eric, the HDL or the good cholesterol in goes higher when you exercise, which I go, what is that mechanism? What is happening there? Why is it that when you uh, run or walk or whatever it is, your good cholesterol increases? What is, what is taking place on a, on a on a molecular level that's causing that to happen. He goes, oh. He goes, just do it. I go, all right, sounds good. I like you, Doc. You're not a know-it-all. I go, what is happening at that level? He goes, ah, just do it. It just helps everything. All right, I can live with that. I like the fact that you're not a big brain, loud mouth, just barking at me. So just a big tub of shit. Then he goes, 51, you need a colonoscopy. I go, okay, I'm ordering that now. They'll call you. I go, what does that entail? Well, after you schedule it, they're going to give you a medicine. You take it, and then it's going to blast out everything inside of your body. You're going to crap like it's your job, and it is going to be clean as a whistle. If I ever wanted to shoot a gay sex only fans uh, anal festival porno, this would be the time because there would be zero opportunities for an errant turd to uh, be seen a turd morsel on the guy who's or the woman who's pegging me's dildo or the penis uh during the big ram fest that is going on yes i just said that however i am not interested in that type of activity but this would be the ideal that's all i'm saying would be the ideal time for that because you are clean as a whistle from what i'm told okay that's not fun then first thing in the morning uh mrs 10 the queen of the forest will drive me to the dock and then they give you medicine and you're gone. The doc explained to me that it's such a powerful medicine and there's so no side effects when you wake up that it's like remarkable. It's like fun. He says, but you have no idea that they've stuck a camera up your asshole and they, that's good for 10 years. They take a look at that and they go, all right, every inch of this man's colon, every crevice, uh, Every diverticuli is, is clean. No polyps. Awesome. That's it. Yank out the snake. And then that you're done. So that is happening. You need this. This is very important. If you are one of these people that does not go to the doctor for fuck's sake, get in there. This is how you die when you don't go to the doctor. Okay. You have to get in there. So that was part of my day, my big, bold, beautiful day yesterday. Doc, dentist, tipping the scales, cholesterol down. Good to go. I have an announcement, as I forgot to mention, that we do the show in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Welcome into the show. On Saturday... March 19th, a week from Saturday, I am going to Charity Scam Mike's house, and we are going to do a short uh, kind of short, probably, we'll probably go for a half hour or so Dear Meathead live at, with my dad to celebrate his birthday. His birthday is March 17th. Um, and then, so we're celebrating it on Saturday, March 19th at Charity Scam Mike's house. We've done this once before, uh, and it's a good time. So you will be able to see my dad. I don't yet know the time. It's uh, I'll, I'll inform you on uh, my soon-to-be-active Facebook and Twitter. And uh, if you are on Twitch, you'll get a notification because this will be a Twitch thing. Okay? A Twitch thing. I will have it all ready to go. And then I'll even post the audio uh, afterwards, next day or so after of that. So, there you go. Dear Meathead live with my dad uh 2 days after his 88th birthday. Okay. This show I just got tipped off by um Kyle from Dumpster Divers at 8:20 this morning. LMAO, Eric Zane. Fuck. Fuck Eric Zane. LMAO. All right. What? And then he writes, LMAO. I'll explain it on the show, Eric Zane. LMAO. No idea what's going on. Uh, He'll be with us in 32 minutes. So much material to get to today that I'm probably going to throw a lot of it away. And then save it for the Patreon bonus podcast. Uh, I love those days. Because then it's like, you know, I can get after it quicker. Because sometimes I get done with this free podcast. And I'm like, well, what the fuck am I going to talk about on the Patreon? I'm like, I don't know. I'll sing karaoke or something. Uh, not today. But not today. Today, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. I am sick and tired of hearing how good the Soviets are. Screw them. Today... You're the greatest one game. They might beat us nine times out of 10, but not this game. Not today. Today, you are the greatest hockey team in the world. Now go out there and take it. Love that so much. That's right up there with Jacko. I don't know what makes me want to run through a wall more. Jacko's good or, uh, I always forget his name. What's the name of the dude? Nicholas Cage. Who does that bit? The miracle. Uh, Steven Seagal. God. Goldie Hawn's husband. Kurt Russell. That's it. I was going to say Patrick Swayze, but I know he's dead. Kurt Russell love that guy you ever see uh, Tombstone Oh he's such a badass really really great this show each and every weekday Monday through Friday you can see it twitch.tv/ Eric Zane live. As it happens, this is a live show. Live without a net. Wasn't that a Van Halen album? And you can also watch the replays there. Download the Twitch app. And while you work, you can like, you know, dim the screen and plug in just like it's your favorite wacky radio show. Starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Ugh each and every day of the week thank you thank you thank you for being there and if you would uh even if you don't participate on twitch in any way get the app or go online on your desktop or your laptop twitch.tv slash eric zane live find me and follow the show i i'm dependent on that um with more people following the show it's all about i don't know the word i keep hearing is algorithm and things like that and whatever but um yeah the more people that i if i average if i average on twitch 75 people a show which is not that much really for a whole month i get what's known as twitch partnership now you're like twitch what is this twitch look all you need to know is twitch is owned by amazon it's a a monstrosity started initially as just a place for people to um narrate their video gameplay. And that's still quite a enormous thing. People, uh, everybody does this, especially uh, young people. But what they started to do was uh, try to get people to do shows like this. And when I started podcasting, doing 25 minutes of it a day, uh, scrambling around, trying to figure out how to put words together, uh, definitely not ready for this because they said, yeah, you got to do it every day and we need uh, uh, um, like two, three hours a day. Oh, I can't do that. I can't even talk for 15 minutes. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, eventually I wore out my welcome on Facebook, kept getting banned. I was like, I got to well, I can do two hours now every day. I do it already. So what the fuck? Uh, that's how Twitch came into play. The thing about Twitch though, you can make money on it. Unlike Facebook. I didn't make a fucking penny on Facebook, but I can make money on Twitch and it's dependent on you. So follow and then, and then While you watch, if you could, at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, subscribe to the page. You can do it for free. Just click the big red button where it says Twitch Prime, and you can join with your uh, Amazon account if you have one. That gets you, well, not much. Uh, You can utilize the emotes, which is like pictures of my dogs. Uh, I guess people like that shit. Uh, More importantly, though, when the show is going on, you won't be interrupted by a commercial smack dab in the middle of it. Advertising makes the world go round. Who who the fuck's going to pay for all this shit? Well, that's how. So you can avoid that by subscribing for free with Amazon. So you get one a month. If you would give it to me, that'd be great. And when you do that, well, your old pal Eric Zane gets a cut of what it's worth, which is like six bucks. I get half of that. The Canadian Twitch uh, guru gets the other half. You're like, what is all the, this is how it works. This is how the word world works. But if I become a Twitch partner, that makes this show grow even faster. Translation, more money. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you are part of it, if you think, ah, whatever, it's worth a follow. What the fuck? Okay. That was long and drawn out. I apologize, but sometimes I got to give the hard sell for myself, you know? This is how it works. Um, Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Irvine's also sponsors my Facebook page. Follow me there, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Today at about 6 p.m., the banning does end. I thought it ended Tuesday. I was wrong. It ends Thursday, today. Whatever. Uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Kind of fun. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then I am on YouTube. If you follow me on YouTube as well, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. And all these can be found on my website, ericzaneshow.com. YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay. Um, Tomorrow at 5 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happens. Looking forward to that. Um, so if you want to check that out and be part of it, if you want to be part of the audience, you must subscribe on Patreon and be part of the Patreon crowd. And then let me know that, Hey, I want to be in on the live show. We do it via zoom and it's a ton of fun. That live stream tomorrow, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Okay. Yesterday may have been of all the times this has happened. The worst, the only other time that I could think that this was worst was when I, worst was when I actually thought that Bruce and O'Neill were like gone. Like I had no clue where they were when I was searching for them. And I eventually found them and obviously they're here now. Fuck. Okay. So some of, you know, the dynamic of my backyard, you open up the door. The dogs wander around that area. There's, they kind of like pee. They, they might take a dump, which then if I don't clean up, O'Neill will eat. Um, there's also a like a kennel area. Now, typically in the winter, I just let them out, and they go. Well, hell, in the summertime. And uh, from time to time, they get their attention to like something. A squirrel, the neighbor, and they jump down this retaining wall. Daisy can't do it. Uh, Benny will never do it, but O'Neill and Bruce, these two stick together. And if one goes, they both go. And the dynamic for this one was my neighbor behind me. His dog, Cora, um, they let their dog out, and uh, the same thing happens. Okay? So. They haven't lived there that long. This wasn't as big of a problem before they occasionally would get out. But now I have to be very, very careful because if they are out and they call for their dog, Cora, these, these two hear it and they're gone. Cora has decided to wander into this woods behind there and she's, you know, doing her thing. And I'm making food and O'Neill comes walking up to me, and I guess he must have heard, dude. I didn't hear him. But O'Neill comes walking up, and he goes, oh, 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 oh. Now, that means he has to go to the bathroom. But not this time. No, that meant he wanted to go find Cora. I go, okay, buddy, let's go out. As I open the door, the door is open one inch, and I hear... Kara! And I, the message doesn't get to my hand fast enough that I should wait. And I keep opening it and both dogs fly out and f- disappear down the retaining wall. They're gone. They're gone. I go, fuck, fucking, fucking, fuck. Oh, uh, usually I don't even have shoes on at this point. This time I did though. So I'm gone. I go down, uh, I go out the gate, and the guy is out there with his wife, and they're looking in the woods, Cora, Cora, Cora. No idea that O'Neill and Bruce are about to, they go all the way through my yard, through Slot Keys, uh, over to Bendecke's, down the hill, into Witten's, and then into their yard. And then there they are, and they've got an old dog, gray-faced dog, just standing there, it's like, come on, Cora, come on, let's go back to sleep. And then they start to play with that old-faced dog, and the dog's like, oh, great, someone to engage me, this is great. And then these two are there, and they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm hopping the fence now, splash, splash, the ground's saturated, it's all my feet are immediately soaked. And I go, yeah, hey, uh, sorry, ha, 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 you got company, ha, <laughs> ha, oh. And they're like, fucking idiot. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm no better than you. Shut up. Or you're no better than me. So they, these two kind of hang out right by this couple. All right. Because they're new and they don't want to be around me. They want to be around these people. And so the, the wife is there and, and Bruce is like dancing around her. And I go, can you grab his leg. Cause it's impossible. It's impossible to grab. Okay. He doesn't have a collar on of course, I go, I go, don't worry about O'Neill. He'll, cause I know that if I just grab Bruce, O'Neal will follow. She grabs his leg. I go, Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. I'm thinking, I go, I'm so sorry about this. I pick up this little ball of muscle. He's soaking wet. Uh, uh, O'Neill is uh, soaked as well, covered in mud. I put uh, Bruce on my shoulder. I'm carrying him like, uh, you know, a sack of potatoes and he's squirming. I'm like, fucking sit still. And I, I walk through their yard uh, soaking wet. Uh, through Witten's, up through Bendecke's, uh Slotkey's front yard, I'm moving slow. I'm tired now. Um, I get to the driveway. The garage is open. O'Neal wants to go in. And s- this is how I do it. And I set Bruce down. He takes two steps and he stops. And he looks. And my neighbors, the Hallelujah, the, the Hallelujahs are taking a walk, and they are down the street. Uh Karen and Brian. And uh this 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 is the dude I've I'm always afraid of offending when I swear, you know? During the summer when the windows open. Super religious. Nicest people in the world. Sweet souls. Bruce boom, gone. O'Neal, boom, right behind him. I go, oh, fucking shit. I go, Hey, <laughs> sorry. So embarrassing. Oh my God. <laughs> and Brian's like, Hey, Henley. Oh, Bobby dog. And, uh, you know, I'm like, Hey, yeah. Could you just, uh, hang out? So they're, they're kind of hanging on to O'Neill, but not Bruce. And I don't want them to do that. I want them to hang on to to Bruce. I'm like, ah. And then I get kind of close. They see my neighbor, Bill, who's further down the street, cutting down a tree. Boom! Gone. Both of them. I'm right next to uh, Brian and Karen. I go, fuck. I'm like, oh, no. Why did I say that? I go, shit. And I said that too. I go, oh, no. And they're like standing there. It's weird. I'm running fast. I now get up to where they're cutting down the tree, and Bruce and O'Neill, boom, gone again. Now they're on 42nd Busier Road. That where we were before was the development, the subdivision. Okay, but this is also uh, when everybody's coming home from work, so there's enough traffic that I'm like, fucking, they're gonna get killed. But now they're on 42nd. People travel 55 miles an hour there, and they're gone. They go all the way down to Trump flag's house. Trump flag is probably about three or 400 uh, yards down. He's still got his fucking take back America flag or whatever the fuck it is. Oh my God. Great. They're gone. They are gone. And I have run so fast for, uh, as far as I could that my 184 pounds, I'm heaving. I'm like, Hey, Hey, fuck. And I'm like, Shit, and I I get down this little berm, and then I look, and I don't see them. One last gasp. Oh, no! He Turns around. I see him. He's coming towards me. Right behind him, dickhead Bruce. They get all the way to where I am. Car, flying down the road, going to kill Bruce. Bruce... Um, always thinks that this is time to greet the car. I am not kidding you. He is running towards the car in the middle of the street. He's going to get killed. I run into 42nd while Bruce is running towards the car, and I go, stop! Stop! All the while, Brian and Karen are still there watching this unfold. The lady, the lady stops the car. O'Neal goes running up to the driver's side and stands up on his back legs and puts his gigantic fucking ping pong paddle paws on the window. And he's just looking at her like, hey, I bet you love me. Hey, what's going on? I'm a stupid asshole. You want to pet me? His fucking paws are all muddy. There's mud on the window. This lady just starts, she's a, thank God she's a lady, okay? Thank God. Because every fucking asshole where I live is a dick, okay? I would say, unless proven uh, 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 otherwise, everybody that lives where I live in this area is a dumb asshole. So I'm thinking, oh shit, if this is a dude, he's going to pull out a gun and shoot me and yell, Ryan Kelly for governor, fuck you, and shoot me too. Oh, no. It wasn't, thank God. And she's laughing. So she probably was turned on by all of this So uh, because I was there. But anyway, I go, O'Neill, you fucking asshole. And then he gets down, boom, takes off. He goes back to Brian and Karen. They're still standing there. Can you believe this has all happened? This is 15 minutes. They go back now to Brian and Karen, who are still just standing there. And I go, Brian... For the love of God, grab Bruce's leg. He's going to pull. It's going to act like it's coming off. Don't let go. Okay, neighbor. And he's hanging on for dear life. And Bruce is trying to get the fucking leg free. Like it's caught in a bear trap. And I'm like, don't let go. He goes, what about this one? Talking about I go, don't worry about him. Just, it's Bruce. He's the problem. I got him. Put his fucking ass on my shoulder. Both dogs, head to toe, are mud. Uh, 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 Bruce looks like a hippo that rolled in the fucking mud. The worst ever. I go. And I said to my Brian. Brian, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. He goes, hey, don't worry about it, Abraham. Walk home. Walk my uh, embarrassed. Ass home after all of this entertainment for the neighborhood. They, it's just a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. I get in the house. I go, get in your kennels. I put them, I lock them. They're like, oh, what did we do? What, what, what did you do? Oh. Called Jackie. She was there. The worst trained dogs. You have to train them again. I'm not doing that. Wouldn't have these stories in the podcast. Whoa, that was rough. I mean, how many years now have we been talking about this? This has been, well, as long as they've been alive. This has been a constant. And I and I know what's going to happen. I haven't even bothered looking at the comments. I I know what it's going to be. It's going to be all sorts of indictments and and uh, you should do this and you should do that and. Yeah, I know. I know. Just save it. Just save it. I know. I know. I know. My God. There it is. Let, let, let's go over the tail of the tape. Can you get electric fencing? The answer is yes. If the next question is, are you? My answer is no. Tylerk. Tyler K. Tyler Tyler says, you make your neighbors sound like a combination of Stu and Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Correct. Terry says, can you start the dog running away story over? I missed the whole thing. No. You should get yourself an electric collar. And every time you let the dogs out, you have to put it on. And shock the shit out of yourself. Got to correct the bad behavior. Thank you. Uh, Man. Everybody's like, I don't want the dogs in danger. Video of this, Kate said, with Benny Hill theme, TikTok gold. Was all of this just yesterday? Yes. Can you please get a GoPro for Bruce? Great, great idea. She also says, Groundhog Day again. My God. These damn dogs. Yeah, I gotta I, I, I need a uh a, a complete decompression period. I'm still not over it. Where I, I mean I, I for extended time I need to just take it if I go take Bruce out on a leash, that is this is now manageable. Because if O'Neal ever decides to take off, he will return. Bruce will not. He will not return. So I don't know. If I would just go, I, you see, I'm so fucking lazy. I just open the door and they go out. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll just stand here and nothing bad will happen. Even though this has happened a thousand times. Like I'm constantly like, this is the one that they've, 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 they've uh, turned over a new leaf. They now understand. That's not going to happen. Just put O'Neill or Bruce on the damn leash, you asshole. That's all you have to do. Oh my god. Anyway, that was the day and I it it, it kind of put me in a in a bad mood for the hockey game. But I wasn't the only one In a bad mood at the hockey game. I wish I had audio of this. Let me just explain to you what happened. First of all, the Griffins took on a very good team called the Chicago Wolves. They are the farm team, minor league team for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. I don't know why I struggled with that. They're very good. Probably the best team in the league. Um, So... Though they won, it was 3-2 to with time winding down. We had pulled our goalie. They got an empty netter. It, that, that's a miracle that it was that close. Um, it could have been so much worse, but 4-2, we lose. But it felt like 10-2, one of those games. They got some some thug on their team. Uh, that would be Stelio Mathias, who he was involved in some deal in front of the net and Dominic shine from the Griffins slugged him in the face and he got pissed off. And then, so they're going to go. And just as that, as it's about to happen, Luke Witkowski from the Griffins, who's kind of like the enforcer for the team. He's pretty, pretty much a beat the shit out of anybody. He grabs him from behind and, and, and ends that. Mateos and um, Witkowski go to the penalty box. Witkowski is sitting there, and he says to the penalty do- uh, penalty box attendant, a guy named uh, Skip, and he says, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. He's fucking dead. You're dead, man. So Skip tells us, and then so we're all expecting Witkowski to beat the shit out of number 12. For Chicago. So every time they're on the ice together, we're like, oh, here it goes. We're like getting our video cameras ready. We're going to see this big punch in the face contest. And this dude's a big dude too. Uh, I don't know. He, nobody really fights better than Witkowski. He's kind of a, oh man, he's uh, not a guy you want to fuck with. So then later on in the game, this dude, Stelio Matheos, he is in the corner and uh, well, Dominic Shine is in the corner. That first guy that I was telling you about slugged him in the face with the puck, and Matheos is standing there trying to get it. And, and Matheos just decides to give him a cross check and just doo, jams him right in the back. And Shine goes down. And we're thinking, oh, fuck, here we go. Because Shine will fight too. Shine gets up, skates away. Matheos gets two for a cross, and he comes back in the box. And he sits down, and I wish I had a recorder. And he sits down and he goes, God, that felt good. I actually wanted to hurt that guy. I wanted to knock his teeth out. And we're like, what the fuck? He goes, he's a fucking coward. And we're like, holy shit. He goes, yep, yep. I don't give a fuck. I wanted to bash his teeth out. I gave, I hit him as hard as I possibly could. He actually was trying to hurt him. I'm like, holy shit. Whammo right in the back with a cross check. Fuck hockey is brutal. It's, it's, uh, hockey makes football, uh, look like a non-contact sport. I mean, seriously, what a fucking game. Absolutely incredible. And, uh, and these two, Mateos and Witkowski, they were jawing the whole game, but it seemed like they were like laughing at each other and smiling It is a weird, weird life. I cannot imagine that punching each other in the face for a living. That just seems ridiculous to me. Uh, Aram says the question, he says, what are the duties of a penalty box attendant? Um, yes, they have to, well, there are some, the, the simplest thing is a two minute penalty. You just open the door when the time goes down, but there's more to it than that. If it's a major penalty, um, it's the expiration of the time and a whistle. Um, so there's that, uh, you have to be aware of that. And um, then if a stick is like broken or on the ice, the linesman will pick it up. Typically they will skate over during game play and hand it. So you have to be ready and you open the door, which is risky. You got to hurry up and do it. Get the fucking stick in there. Close slam the door. Um, so there's, there's plenty of things. Everybody's got a small job there. You know, a, a number of people have to be in play in order to make it all work. But Oh, my God. All right. So that has was a very, very eventful 20 hours since the last time we met. Okay. Don't forget about my Patreon. That was the first thing that ever happened when this podcast started two years, two months, and a few days ago. Three years, two months, and a few days ago, that made me think, "Huh, maybe I can, maybe I can just do this for a living." It was the participation of the Patreon audience. Some of you have been here on Patreon, been there on Patreon since day one, and I'm so grateful. I'm also grateful for people who signed up and then said, "Ah, you know what? I I can't afford it, or I don't like the content, or Zane's a dick now, or." I still, I'm very, very appreciative of you for helping me out during uh, during those times. If you would consider it, uh, I'd like to think that the uh, show has uh, has improved since then. Um, it, it probably wasn't much to talk about back then in the day, but uh, you know, there's a learning curve. But uh, thanks so much for all of that. You made me believe that I can do this for a living. Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane, 15 plus hours of content each and every day. In fact, I got to get a episode of the Insane Asylum as I pet Bruce down here on the ground jackass you want to say hi to everybody I was just talking about you don't try to get away from me you little fucker come here Uh, this is who you're supporting with uh, some of the best food money can buy Uh, my very own Bruce here Uh, patreon.com slash Eric Zane I got a new episode of the insane asylum coming up later on today hello hello you stinker Why are you so rude? You can't be rude. No, I know you want down. Oh, Daisy's gonna bite you. She's gonna bite you. Gonna bite you. Get him, Daisy. Get him. This is real heat. Hang on. I gotta get Daisy the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Come here. I smell anal glands. That's not good okay so what you got here is when you when bruce is getting too much attention uh too much attention daisy's the alpha so did you see that aggressive thing that just went down that's not good that's why i said "Uh oh real heat and it was so um you know she cannot be in here for extended time because it she's got she keeps the chip on her uh, on her shoulder so my little buddy over there he gets attacked by her from time to time and then he will fight back and he does an excellent job of defending himself but whew, uh that was a you okay did she get you Yeah, she's a a crank. She is a crank. Yep, I smell the anal glands. Something bad happened. Okay, where was I? Anyway, uh, Tyler says Eric is the penalty box attendant of the dogs. Now, I'm the ref. Get your ass in the box. Okay. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast patreon all right before i get uh bring in kyle from dumpster divers uh a reminder that i need three three people a month over the next year average of it could be uh all of them all in the last month but uh, frank the tank fuss says zane i love you and i've loved marketing for the past six months i'm signing up for a full year Um, For you to talk about me, the licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. But this is what I need. I need three people to sign up for my services every month. Now, what that means is, first of all, his services are free. It doesn't cost you a dime. Okay, so if you are a Medicare recipient, you need a Medicare Advantage plan checkup from the Medicare Advantage plan expert. All this is, is he will look over you or your loved one's policy through Medicare. Make sure you're getting all of the entitlements you are supposed to be getting. Now, in a lot of cases, this will result in the recipient paying less out of their social security check in premiums and getting a better policy. You won't know until an expert checks it out. That's Frank, 616-914-4070. We did this for the NFK. Excuse me, I got sneezed. sneeze. Boy, everything's coming apart here. Jaw, dogs, sneezing. We did this for the NFK and saved him a ton of money and got him into a better policy. That was a lifesaver considering the surgery that he just had, which cost ninety one thousand dollars and he would have been on the hook for a good portion of that had it not been for frank the tank all right so that's how it works reach out to frank 4070. another sneeze coming Oh my God. Uh, while I'm at it, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zayncho podcast, 616 50 for Blue Frost IT. Thank you so much to them. They've been on for quite some time and uh, very, very thankful for that. If your business, if you are thinking about upgrading, if you are thinking about upgrading your tech. You probably want to call the folks over at Blue Frost IT because they can tell you exactly what you will need in order to improve your business so that you don't buy too little, too much, or buy the wrong thing. You know, 616 200 for Blue Frost IT. All right, one more, and then I get to bring in Kyle. Gun School. If you want to carry your pistol concealed, you need the appropriate license in the state of Michigan, 616-204-1705 to take the gun course for C, uh, to get your CPL, you need certification to get the certification. You take the class, uh, go to princearming.com for more information. Kyle, are you there, buddy? How, how, how's it going? I'm here, dude. Am I there for you? You will be shortly. Let me let me just start with you and then I'll just figure it out. Guest window. Zoom. And I think you're there. Oh, look at that. Oh my god, I think.
3: Oh yeah, the screen's changing. Okay. The dimpies with the Dumpies. I like that. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. While we're while we're chilling here, um and, and you figure that out. I just want to say um that text I sent you this morning uh was fucking hilarious. I'll tell you why. So just so everybody out there knows, so since um, Dumpster Divers currently is just me and Emilio, um, there's only two of us, so there's like a certain level of like uh, accountability you have to have. So I text Emilio every morning to let him know I'm awake, because if I'm not awake, he's uh-huh. talked, you know what I mean. It's like it's just him. So. But I do that often, like, the moment I wake up. So I was going to text him that I, it was, you know, the Eric the Zane show day. And somehow I ended up typing it in your name somehow. <laughs> and I sent you the text um, to let you know that I was awake, which is why I said fuck later. But the funny part is, you might have been wondering why I said daddy's awake.
2: <laughs> oh! And, um,
3: not that me and Emilio call each other sexual names or anything like that, but I just do it as a joke. Because, yeah. Because... Um, Like a long time ago, like when we were like lifting heavy stuff, I'd be like, yeah, daddy's got it. You know, and and Amelia goes, Hey, quit calling yourself that around me. (laughs) Oh, he
2: didn't like it.
3: It just, it stuck though. It just, so I I have to call myself daddy.
2: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I think I, I think I got you on here. I think I have you on here.
3: Here we go. I'm
2: happy about that. All right. Well, welcome in Kyle. How's everything going?
3: Everything. Well, let me let me tell you this, Eric Zane. Um, I remember last week I told you the story about Jameson and his ear infection, and my displeasure with the medical community as a whole. Um, so guess what? Fucking medicine didn't work. Like I said, it wouldn't. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he still got an ear infection. Oh no. Yeah. So the yeah the point of that is it's it's Hell Week times two. It's been two weeks of Daddy going a little bit crazy.
2: You know, it's, it's, uh, it, and I, I, I hear you. I know what that's like, but I don't have any recollection of my kids ever having an ear infection. Now they did, and it was terrible, but you have a mechanism in your brain that's going to eliminate those memories. Oh
3: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: That's, that's the good news. It eventually is going to fade. Now the only time that that won't fade is if you're a dad who snaps and you end up drowning your child or something like that. (laughs) So don't do that.
3: I'm working. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly every day working on not doing that. (laughs) No, no, he seriously, he's, he's an awesome kid. I'm not, I'm not going to kill him. I promise. Oh no. Good. The point is, yeah, I I just remember I was telling you guys a story last week and the doctor was like, yeah, we'll give him this medicine. And we were like, well, how about how about you just guys just give him the medicine that he used last time that worked? And they were like, nah, dude, fuck that. We're going to do this other one. So it didn't work. And then guess what? Here, Here's the real kicker, dude. We brought him back because it, it wasn't working after it was done. And then we said, can we just have the one that we had before? And guess what? No. So just they gave him a different one, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Did
2: you ask why? You said, well, how, how come?
3: Well, I I didn't I was not there um because I was I was working yesterday so so blue blue brought him in um also Adam ear infection I like that dude <laughs> um but yeah so uh we got yeah I don't know dude I feel like it's like a you can't just like demand like a certain medicine from the doctor I guess but like I want to do that I want to just demand and be like no give us that fucking medicine dude.
2: Yeah, it's a bitch. It's a bitch. Kids are a bitch. That's exactly right. And they and when they grow up, they become bigger bitches. It isn't until they're yeah. about thirty years old that you're like, oh, thank God it's over.
3: <laughs> I hear you.
2: So what do you got um, for us today, uh, Kyle?
3: Yeah, dude, I got a couple couple of things to tick tick about. Yeah, let's tick let's tick about some things there, execute <laughs> um no, let's talk about something. So I thought of this, um, the the fun I'll tell you how my how my mind works, right? So last night, me and Blue, we were talking about uh, you know, all this medicine that they're giving Jameson and it's all different. And then I was like, you know what? Like I'm having this memory from the nineties, you know, the, the the golden age of the nineties. And I'm like, I'm pretty fucking sure that no matter what I was sick with, they just gave me this pink stuff. Like this pink. Lip. yes And I I couldn't remember like what it was. So I called my mom and I'm like, hey, like you know, long story short, what was that fucking pink stuff called? And she's like, amastacillin. Yes. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you know, which makes sense. But I'm like, so anyways, me and Blue were talking about last night. I'm like, what the fuck happened, dude? Like in the 90s, it was like, no matter what, dude, pink stuff. And like, now they're like, we're going to try 900 different medicines and to figure out which ones work. I'm like, how about we just give them the pink stuff, dude? You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't realize that they weren't giving the pink stuff
3: yeah i don't i don't know um yeah we haven't had any pink stuff yet now i don't know if like you have to graduate to the pink stuff once you hit well i
2: don't know maybe maybe they found out that it'll make your kid grow like a second dick or something like that
3: oh yeah that's possible i mean (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so anyway so so i was thinking so i called my mom i was thinking about that then i just got i just got thinking about the 90s right right um so here, here's a little story for you, which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, well, it wasn't even in the 90s. It was 2000. So in the year 2000, my family, we took a little trip ski to uh, Colorado. Um We always took a, a trip every year, right? Yeah. Um, most of the time we went to Florida because my parents had a timeshare, um, which, you know, in the 90s was all the rage, and now nobody likes them no more. But we had a timeshare in Florida, so we went to Florida all the time. But then, like, one year, they were like, yeah, you can go to these other places. Uh-huh. My dad was like, fuck yeah, we're going to Colorado. Hit Colorado, and <laughs> we're there. I'm 11, right? Which means I am, like, full-fledged, like, in, like starting puberty and, like, the horniest I've ever been in
2: my oh, life. Oh, okay. So you're just a walking hard-on at this point.
3: Oh yeah, eleven years old, ready to you know. If I'm tipping over, I'm only going forty five degrees down, you know. What I okay.
2: Mean? Yep. Yep. You were a big. Got a big fat kickstand.
3: <laughs> so anyways, um, so I go there and I meet the, these girls, right? Like me and my older sister, we were chilling in the hot tub, and then like this dad and his two daughters come and they're just chilling with us in the hot tub. And we're all shooting the shit, right? Okay. So. One daughter is like the most, like the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Right. Um, and then the other daughter, not so pretty, but like not ugly, you know what I mean? But like, you know, we're talking like Marsha and Jan type and, situation.
2: And, and what I, what, what, what are their ages?
3: So that's important to the story. Okay. I can't tell you yet. Okay. So <laughs> anyways, like I, like we're talking with them or whatever. And uh, I'm like really fucking nervous, um, about the one girl. Right. And uh, so she goes, what's like, what's your name? And like in true 11 year old fashion, I said my last name cause I was too fucking nervous. And she was like, looked at me like Tiller, like <laughs> what, what kind of name was that? So I immediately like, I have so much embarrassment that I just dip myself under the hot tub water. I
2: just like, oh, oh, you, I, need,
3: I need a moment to collect myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You did
2: like, you did like Homer Simpson f- fading away into the bushes.
3: Right. So I popped back up and then I started laughing and we were all laughing and like, I got out of that situation or whatever. So anyway, it's like now, like we're, you know, like when you go to like a vacation place, like once you meet people, they're like, you're like kind of like kind of friends, but not really. But like, you have to, like, when you see them, you hang out with them from there on out. Okay. So I fucking, um, I started hanging out with them all the time. Right. Then later I, the, um, older sister i'm like i think this is this chick hitting on me because by the way um this is also important in the story i all of my height like happened quickly so i was 11 but like i was like as tall as like a 15 year old oh i bet
2: you look stupid
3: (laughs) yeah i look god
2: probably a giant head huge teeth you know oh yeah just look like look like fuck
3: (laughs) that's a great description of me actually to be honest with you um (laughs) But so, uh, anyways, I'm thinking like, I'm like, is this, is this girl hitting on me? Like the, the one that I like. And so coming to find out she's Uh 13, right?
2: Okay. And
3: I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm 11. This chick's 13, you know, at that age, like the age gap really fucking matters. So I'm like, oh fuck. She's like, she's like, how old are you? And I made an 11 year old horny kid decision and said, I'm 13.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, that, that, that is a great decision. You need to lie about your rage. This is a perfect opportunity for you, for there to be some serious, hot child sex going on.
3: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? And so, um, so anyway, it's like, I'm like, again, I'm 11. My brain hasn't developed. I'm thinking I'm in the clear, dude. There's just no fucking way that this can go wrong. So now it's important to understand that, 13-year-old girl I thought was flirting with me, but 11-year-old girl, the uglier sister, <laughs> super fucking into me. You know what I mean? Like, okay. you could tell she was just, like, all about me, and I was a jack-11-year-old d- d- was, like, not paying attention to it, right? Okay, yeah. So anyways, and like, later we were playing, like, Marco Polo or the pool, and, like, my older sister came, and she started playing. Now, my old sister's five years older than me, and... Since we're te- she's a teenager, likes to make my life a living hell Yeah Which I did not consider when I lied about my age, right?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna wreck your boner She is gonna C-block the shit out of you
3: Yeah, dude And so uh, we're all playing, then we're all chilling later And then um, she said, so, like, we're talking, like, the older girl, like, reveals that I said I was 13, right? And so my sister, in true sister fashion, goes, he's not 13. (laughs) And so both the sisters are, like, right there, right? And, like, they both look at me, and they go, yeah. My sister's like, yeah, he's 11. And so I'm, like, fuck, right? But, like, just paralyzed with fear. And the 13-year-old girl looks at me like, you know what I mean? Like, Like, the lie was monstrous. Like, you know, like, I had, like, Lied oh, yeah. my way into their family or something right. and like stolen. Or something. Yes. Yes. So she's like pissed the fuck off at me. Right. And, um, then the 11 year old looked at me with disappointment that I had never experienced <laughs> to this, to this day. Right. Cause like, she's a smart one, right. She goes in her head. She immediately goes, he lied about his age because he wants my sister. He doesn't give a fuck about me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, um, yeah, that—that's. Yeah,
2: that's so I mean, seriously, you like, like look at like look, eleven year old, you're fucking flat as a board. I mean, Jesus.
3: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, anyway, I screwed that up. Like, they were pissed, right? And like, I didn't really quite understand because I was too young. But I'm like, okay, like I lied a little bit, but like now the eleven year old knows that I'm eleven. Like, maybe we can fucking hang out or whatever. No, no, not the case, Kyle. So. Yeah, they they just didn't talk to us yeah. the, rest of the fucking time. That
2: was like a, that was that was probably their first experience with how guys lie. You know, we're always looking yeah. to lie, and it's not our fault that they have vaginas that make us lie. That those are yeah. th- those things make lies. In fact, the first the f- lying was created because of a vagina. It's all the woman's fault. Everyone knows that.
3: Yeah. So, um, anyways, I thought of that that story again, somehow related to amoxicillin and the pink stuff in the '90s. Yeah, I don't but, know
2: um, how that. I don't know how that related to amoxicillin in the '90s.
3: Dude, it's it's how my w- brain works. Like, it just makes like the like my neurons connect like from different parts of the brain. Like, if scientists were to study, they'd be like, th- those neurons should not be connecting. You know what I mean? Like, why oh, yeah. would you think of? you know, the uh, amoxicillin and then think of the nineties and then think about your Colorado chips. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I know.
2: And that's not Colorado. You're saying it wrong. It's trip ski to Colorado's. That's what you're supposed yeah. to trip ski yeah. to Colorado's.
3: Um, yeah. So anyways, just for all the listeners out there, that was, um, a good, it actually was a good lesson for me like in life and like, really kind of turned me away from being like a dirtbag dude for the rest of my life. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Sarah adds they switch up the antibiotics because uh we can become they can become like ineffective. Uh you know, they like uh, right. I think that well, that's sure. I think that you
3: know I'm also like Jameson, like he you know, he's only he's two he's little as fuck, and so he I don't I just don't know. I don't know if he's immune to them yet as we only gave him the one that worked one time and now we're on like five or six of them that don't work. You know what I mean? I don't know. You, I don't fucking know.
2: Yeah. Uh, Rig 625 says two dudes with ADHD. That's you and I, two dudes with ADHD. Uh, I know I am. Are you?
3: Oh, it's, I learned, I learned a lot of shit about myself as I grew up. Um, I'm like I said, I'm a hundred percent sure that I have Asperger's right. And worked my way through that. I talked about that before. And I definitely think I have ADHD because I mean there's just uh, there's just no way that I can I can keep my attention on one thing for too long and I make these like I said I make these weird ass connections that like I don't know, my I don't know, my brain's a mystery to me, dude. I guess is the best way to say that.
2: Well, wow. You know, I, uh, I can definitely relate to that. I, I don't know about the Asperger's thing. I don't even know what entails that type of diagnosis. Are you a self-diagnoser, or did someone say, hey, I think you have Asperger's, and you said, okay, sounds good?
3: No, no, no. It, it was, uh, <laughs> I guess the best way to say it is um, I diagnosed myself vicariously through um, a cousin in the family that got diagnosed with it. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> okay, so it's self-diagnosis. Yeah. Okay. But
3: vicarious. That's that's a that's a crucial it's crucial part of the uh the category. Yes. Yes. Category
2: All right. What else you got?
3: Um this actually I wasn't going to say, but um the funny thing is uh with what Rig said about two dudes with ADHD, I got to tell you um when I used to do stand-up comedy like way back in the day and I used to tell like shitty ass jokes that weren't that good. Um I I used to tell this joke. Um and I won't tell the whole joke, but the punchline was like this girl at a bar kept telling me I had ADHD, and the punchline was eventually I snapped and told her I do, and it stood for a damn huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, <that's>, um, <laughs> hey, maybe that was a good joke. We, I mean, we got
2: easy. I like it. I like the joke. Um, you know yeah, what? So- the uh, problem with um, young comedians and open mic is uh, not only – are the comics new and shitty, but so's the audience. The audience yeah. there are shitty. They're assholes who can't afford to spend money to go to a show of actual comics, you know, so they don't oh, yeah. have any sense of humor. All they do is sit there and think about their pathetic lives while these comics try their hardest to find their way. And they're just sitting there going, Ugh, I'm an asshole. I don't have any fucking money. I'm watching a free show. Fuck open mic night, bullshit.
3: <laughs> um, by the what? Okay, Amanda. Um, I'm just reading your comment here. Amanda's very pro Kyle. It seems is what I'm saying. Uh,
2: Nick, quit poking the bear. You don't have a boner like Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I think she's referring to uh uh fuck face Nick pissing me off earlier. I'm sitting here trying to do the show. I'm try. I'm struggling, trying to technically get you set up. I'm distracted. I'm panicking. I'm having a panic attack. Trying not to do it on my face. And he's like just rubbing my nose in shit while that's happening. So then I'm like, you know, fuck you. So I put him in timeout for 10 minutes. And I'm going to do it again if it happens again. But there you go. Rig625, it's a better joke than Ben ever wrote. <laughs> my pal Ben. God bless them. Worst joke writer on the planet, on the planet,
3: dude. It's hard. It's uh, you know, like I I got real good back in the day at writing one liners because um, I love like Stephen Wright type comedy. Um, but then, like, then you start realizing like most of the famous people these days, like they got they they tie all their jokes together, right? They have like stories that are related. So then I started trying to do that, um, and then I moved to Lansing and stopped doing stand up comedy. So. I might have I might have destroyed my momentum, but they're hard to write, dude.
2: Yeah, I know it. I know it. Absolutely, it's not easy I t- for me. Anything funny that comes out of my mouth, it comes hap. It it happens uh, spur of the moment. It's accidental or it's just when I'm raging or just telling a story. I don't ever like. I hate thinking up a line and then oh hey I gotta say this. I hate that shit. You know.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm uh, with you.
2: Linda suggests you join the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. You would, uh, yeah. I'd send you. Have I, have I ever sent you an invite for that?
3: Yeah, actually, one time, one time you sent me a link to it, I, and I was, I didn't realize I was a part of like, uh, like a bunch of people. You sent the invite to, yeah. Oh, excuse me, that is burp. But when you sent it to me, I got real fucking confused because I was like, "Am I, am I about to like be on this show?" You would have been, yeah. And I, I was like, what the fuck's going on, dude? I'm like, I'm yeah. like, so I thought about texting you and everything. And i be like, if I, like, I, do I need to be prepared here?
2: No, no, it's, uh, it's just stupid. It's just, we sit there and kind of just riff. It's great and a good time. And you would like it. I think I'm going to do it on Friday at 5. PM.
3: I like that shit. Um, but here's the thing, Eric Zane. Uh, it's actually funny that people are mentioning this stuff because today, this morning I finally uh, ordered that fucking soundbox thing that you sent me. So, finally, Kyle Tiller Podcast World is about to start soon. It's whenever that comes, I'm gonna start getting it set up. So get ready because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be coming to get that microphone and I'm gonna need your help. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: for sure, man. No problem. I can help you set that up. I think. I mean, hell, I couldn't even. I could barely get you on here today, so maybe I won't be able to. <laughs>
3: Um. So here, here's a, here's the one thing I want to talk about, Eric Zane. Um, I invented another business. <laughs> um, and I know you love my businesses, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you about it. Of course,
2: so, please. Okay, please.
3: So here's here's the basis for the the business, right? So it's a franchise system, but everybody, the only people that can <laughs> own the franchises are ladies named like Charlene or Char. Or you know some sort of name like that, right? Okay. So they own it, right? And what they do is we uh, buy in bulk a bunch of different types of cheeses, right? And what we do is Char, her own job, like she had the general manager to run the business for, right? She's in the back. She's taking the cheese. She's shoving them in the badge. right? And then she lets them soak in there for a little bit. And then what she does is once she has it enough ready, she puts them out on the storefront and for everyone to see and the name of the business is Shar's Couterie.
2: Shar's Cootery? Yeah, I do. So she's going to take cheese and put it inside of her vagina and then why would people want that, Kyle? I
3: it's for the freaks out there, dude. It's for the it's for the real weird people that are on, like the dark web and
2: shit. <laughs> Char's – so char. Okay, why why does she have to be named Char? Why don't you just have it just name it Char? I mean, you could probably get well, some sorry. zaniac women who would actually take you up on this and just you could just say it's Char's charcuterie.
3: Well, okay, so obviously the play on words is charcuterie board for sure, right?
2: I don't even know um, what that means. What is charcuterie board?
3: Oh, you don't know what a fucking... Okay, so a charcuterie board is um, for, like, younger basic bitches who think that they're evolved. Um, but it's cheeses and some meats on a board. Oh. And it's like a
2: Lunchable. I know what so that I, is. I know what that is now.
3: Um, yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, that's that's why it ha- she has to be named Char, and she has to shove it in the old, the old place, oh. uh, the old cockpot, because... Um, Char's Cootery, dude. so if you were to
2: look up uh, Google uh, char charcuterie, uh, it would say delicious cheeses soaked in vag meat and uh, for sale. That's
3: absolutely. <laughs> uh, see, Chris K has got it. That's that's exactly the play on words right there. Charcuterie, baby. Uh,
2: oh God, A- Adnan says that's not how you pronounce it. Uh and then charcuterie is the art of curing meat. Well, I don't know. Okay, I think this is just stupid. Everything. I like I like how Josh took your uh I like how Josh took your quote basic bitches that think they're like evolved. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, it's definitely a stupid fucking idea. But, dude, when I come up with these business ideas, I just got to tell you. you know? Okay,
2: I'm glad you did, Kyle, and I'm going to end it right there. <laughs> okay. We have to. We have to. Uh, uh, because that's a, that's a high point. That's a high point for us. Uh, any, uh, any final thoughts, Kyle, from Dumpster Divers? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, dump, I guess I should talk about dumpster divers for a sec. Please, so we we please. sent we sent the email in uh, to make our site go live uh, to so people can start booking for themselves. So that shit's gonna be nice. We already started using our new software. Um, next time you order one, Eric Zane, you're, you're gonna see the software. You're gonna be like, this is fucking sick,
2: dude. Is it live yet?
3: I don't, I don't, I don't think the website's live, you know, you got to send it into a support team and then they got to, you know, stand in a circle and talk for a couple hours before they do it. Um, so yeah, it's at some point it's going to come online by next week. It'll be next time we talk, it'll be live as
2: hell. Dude. Okay. Uh, you, you know, I've, I guess my only recommendation is be careful because a lot of times when it comes to that shit, it never works out. My pal, Rick, oh, yeah. Rick at TC paintball did that. And then I'm still waiting for the, uh, for the update. So, all right. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. But in the meantime, dumpsterdiversllc.com is their website. If you are in the West Michigan area, get a dumpster from Kyle at Dumpster Divers. How does that sound?
3: Sounds good to me, dude.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy. Are any other than taking care of uh, your little buddy? Uh, you're just going to sit around and uh, pull your hair out. fucking. Yeah,
3: that's basically it. Um, I th- oh, I'm going to uh, a play- uh My niece's birthday is tomorrow, and I'm going to a place called Rebounders, which I understand is that I get to jump on trampolines. So I- I'll probably lose about 20 pounds this weekend.
2: That's in Jenison. Yeah, that is. yeah. That's, yeah, that's not far from where your old pal Eric Zane is. Yeah, they, I know you. Actually, Eric
3: Zane, you and I live like five minutes apart. Dude. We do. Yeah, I didn't know that. All, all
2: the great ones live around here. Hey, if you ever see a little French bulldog running around, that's Bruce. Uh, that's mine. Okay, he's an asshole. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you down the road. Okay, buddy.
3: All right, rock and roll, guys. Yes, sir.
2: That is uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Uh, my apologies on the beginning. Um, this has been. Oops still hearing Kyle what are you doing <laughs> um i could i could i could not get that together and so i'm struggling and the worst is struggling and then it it gets compounded when nick fucking is rubbing my fucking face in dog shit while i'm trying to get it right and it's like dude read the room when 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 are you going to see that this is serious? And how how often, Nick, how often have I been knifed on this show and then you're like, man, I can't believe that they can't read the room. What the hell is wrong with them? What the hell is wrong with them? And then there you are. It's you. You are it. You got 600 solid seconds for that. I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to fucking work. My God. oh, Failing miserably, and you're sitting there in that front fucking row, heckling my ass off. I'm trying to navigate my job. You asshole. And quit apologizing. I don't want to hear it. Shut up up I don't mind if you rub my nose and shit for everything else but for fuck's sake I'm trying to fucking get the show to work Jesus you asshole Oh you have you have earned it again there's it's going to be nearly impossible for you not to be the asshole of the day today. I, I if I could have, I would have reached through the fucking computer and pulled your fucking throat out. Oh. So pissed. Oh, I was, I was like, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Holy shit was I pissed. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was, you know how Daisy attacked Bruce. How real that heat was. That was real heat. I was so pissed. I'm like, dude, I'm struggling here. I'm panicking at the same time. I'm alone. I'm trying to figure it out. Would you let? Would you give me a fucking chance instead of being the fucking king of comedy? What the fuck, man? Holy shit. Awful. Awful. I don't even want to do this anymore. I want to end the fucking show. Come on, man. (sighs) All right. Where was I? Thanks to Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516. The Tax Hobbit is there for you. And uh, call upon him. Still plenty of time in the tax season to uh, reach out to him and get some help. 616-301-9516 for Tag Accounting. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. I'd like you to check out their show. These are not assholes. Uh, Jason from Threads Podcast is always saying he's an asshole. I was like, you don't know what an asshole uh, is. You are not an asshole. Okay? Um, Thank you very much, Jason, for being on board with the show. You and Mike do a great job. Threads Podcast. Nick, uh, like I got, my, I got my radar on you. You probably just want to be quiet for the rest of the show because if I see you've written something, I'm going to fucking read it, and I'm going to get distracted. So I would just shut up. And you know what? I know how little you are. I could put my fucking foot up your ass. So shut up. Jesus. My God. It breaks my heart. Breaks my heart when I have to yell at the fucking people who I depend on and count on. It fucking kills me. And then I look like the asshole because I lose my shit. Well, that's what fucking happens. Come on, man. Fuck me. All right. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Call upon them when you need a mortgage. Your heat goes out, you call A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. Thank you, A&E Heating and Cooling. I'm in a shitty mood for the rest of the show. Impossible to not be in one. For some of you, that might make you happy. Let's get into this. This dude, some black guy, at a Dunkin' Donuts in Florida. Was just working. Minding his own business. Some dude, 77-year-old guy, Vanel Cook, is in the drive-thru. He's not happy with how the service is. Vanell... The old man gets pissed off at Corey Pujols, twenty-seven-year-old dude at the at the Dunkin' Donuts. And, and Corey's like, I'm sorry, sir, your order'll be right up. Just go ahead and pull forward. This happened uh uh, let's see, uh, May 4th, 2021. So that guy's giving everybody the business, screaming at him. Um, well, employees told the guy to leave. Cook pulls over the old man, enters the store. There's Corey Pujols. Uh, audience resists the urge to tell a dad joke about the name Pujols. Uh, Pujols told a co-worker to call the cops. 77-year-old Vanell Cook walks in and refers to Corey Pujols as the N-word. Shut your mouth, you filthy N-word. He says to Corey. Corey says to Vanell Cook, if you say that again, I'm going to punch you. Vanell Cook says, fuck you, N-word. Corey punched Cook in the face. And... He died. He punched him so hard. He killed the old man. Now, we all now are cheering for Corey Pujols. This is a great day that he killed the guy. Made even better because upon getting into this story, Corey Pujols is a registered sex offender. So, uh, I'm sorry, not Corey Pujols. Vanell Cook, the old man... I'm fucking it up. Vanell Cook, the old man, is a registered sex offender who called Corey Pujols the N-word. Corey Pujols punched the registered sex offender in the face so hard, he dropped dead. He punched him to death. One punch. Superman punch. Ultimate punch. Well, unfortunately as much as we would all like it, you cannot go around uh, killing sex offenders. This would be fantastic if we could go ahead and kill sex offenders. But you can't. Corey was arrested and um, the legal process played out. And uh, now the verdict, the uh, judgment has been handed down. And I am happy to report that Corey Pujols is getting a couple of years on house arrest. And this is perfect. The justice system here is using practicality and understanding um, nuance and context here. And I love this. The state says Pujols also never meant to kill Cook. He just wanted to whip his ass. Hold on a second. Daisy! I have had everything trying to fuck me on this show, okay? I've had, uh, first of all, a dog attack. I had my jaw betrayed me. Technically, things were weird for some reason. I had Nick stab me in the cock. Which pissed me off horribly. I don't think straight when I'm pissed. And then weird shit happens. That's how it goes. That's how that's how normal people react when they're pissed off, by the way. And now I've got Daisy fucking yapping at me. What the fuck? I hope you find this entertaining. Cause I, I don't feel like you should. I feel like this is a fucking nightmare. Anyway, the only thing that's keep me going is the story. I'm so glad that this that the black kid uh, I'm actually happy that Vanel Cook referred to the Black kid as the N-word so that the uh, black kid could punch him so kid, he's 27, could punch him to death inside of a fucking Dunkin Donuts. Can you imagine the people inside of the place cheering when uh, Corey Pujols punched the guy to death? I mean, that would be spectacular. That would be as great of a moment as like the. US beating Russia in the uh, fucking hockey game. It's another reference to that. Um, State says that Pujols never meant uh, to kill Cook. Um, The uh, quote, the outcome holds the defendant accountable while taking into account the totality of the circumstances. The aggressive approach and despicable racial slur used by the victim along with the defendant's age, lack of criminal record, well, twenty-seven, I guess you could say it. I mean guys don't mature to the like forty. Lack of criminal record and lack of intent to cause the victim's death, said Grayson Cam, Chief Communications Officer of the Office of the State Attorney for the thirteenth judicial district. This is awesome. Hillsborough County prosecutors have said that Cook died three days after the punch. Oh shoot, I was hoping he just croaked right there. Uh, Once inside, the victim approached the counter, continued to argue with Pujols. They said previously, Pujols remained on the opposite side of the counter, separated by a waist-high swinging door approximately six feet away from the victim. During the argument, the victim called Pujols a racial slur. Pujols then slowly walked forward through the swinging door to come face-to-face. With his hands at his side, warned the victim not to say that again. Victim said it again. Pujols immediately punched him in the jaw, which caused the victim to fall and hit his head. And Pujols then slowly walked away from him. I wish it would say he then stood over him and said, yeah, you white bitch. How you like that? Pujols attorney of record did not immediately respond to a law and uh, crime request for comment. But that is that. So he gets like two years house arrest and I think probation. No big deal. Uh, House arrest. And then that's it. He's fine. I I don't even know what that means. You got to stay in the house. You go to work. You can't go out for drinks. You know, so whatever. The party, you have a house party. I am so happy this happened. I love sweet justice like that. 77 year old sex offender calls a poor dude, disgraces him, insults him, refers to him as the N word twice, and gets knocked the fuck out and dies. Yes. More of that, please. Thank you. What a hero. Um, uh, I, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, I was hoping that they said, no, he's completely exonerated. He killed a sex offender who called him the N word. No problem. This is good news. But I guess we just can't do that. All right. I am about to introduce you to a gentleman by the name of Robert Regan or Reagan. Never heard of him. He is running... For the Michigan uh, House, okay, he is a Republican, and uh, he is running for um, a to represent the 74th district in my great state, which is a very important district. Um, it is uh, uh let's see, the areas are. Uh, Algoma Township, Alpine Township, Cedar Springs, Granville, Rockford, Solon Township, Sparta Sparta Township, Tyrone Township, and Walker, Michigan. All in, and and Walker is in Kent County. Um, Okay, so pretty important. Um, You've got a lot of hill people in that area. It's a mixture of hill people, poverty, and uh, some rich people, I guess. But uh all right doesn't matter. That that who they make up doesn't matter. What does matter on this story is what he's said that is now uh making waves. Now, um I think that they have an incumbent there right now who uh let's see a guy by the name of Mark Heisinger who's a Republican and um I don't know maybe he's not running anymore. Let's see. Mark Heisinger is a member of the Michigan House. He used to be mayor of Walker. Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's incumbent. I don't know. Maybe there's term limits on this or something like that. I have no idea. I don't think so because he's only been there since 2019. Or maybe he's moving on to something else. I have no idea. And maybe he's running, because uh, I don't understand the every nuanced uh, piece of the Political process, but uh, maybe they have a field of other Republicans who are trying to unseat him. Perhaps that is it. But there is an election coming up in May, all right? And um, so there's a number of people that are trying to uh, uh, win this spot. Now, I'm not here right now to pull my usual indictment of the Republican Party, though I am not. I do not support the Republican Party. I used to. Uh, I am tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of the nonsense. I'm tired of all the crazy shit that has happened. And I have said, enough is enough. And I've distanced myself from the party. Okay? And uh, that's a little weird because, um, I mean, I want to vote for Boring Dean's sister. But, I mean, it kind of is, uh, I'm not really in that line of thinking anymore, which is unfortunate. I can still be friends with her. I'll still interview her and, and I hope the best for her. But, uh, I, I, I don't see how I could ever, uh, vote for a Republican in the near future. I've just had it with the Republicans and it's because of shittiness. It's because of moments like this that upset me so badly. Both Michigan parties now hate Robert uh, Reagan, who is actually, it says, a favorite to win Michigan's District 74 seat. Okay? Uh, they were discussing on a zoom a number of Republican candidates were together. Uh, actually, it's a panel. It was a panel discussion hosted by the Michigan, the Rescue Michigan, Coalition. So you got a lot of like-minded souls discussing what they want to discuss about the election season, politics, uh, whatever it may be, which is fine. I don't care. I'm not here. Uh, I'm not going to go as low as this piece of shit went, even though I probably I probably just did, but it doesn't matter. So they're having a discussion. And um, Reagan, a favorite to win the, the seat, made a comment. At a live stream panel Sunday, and I'm going to play it for you in a second, in an assertion that it was too late to overturn the election results because too, too often these Republicans are still stuck in the mud. 2020 election, yeah, we got to have an audit. We got to do this. They're, they're not moving on. So I agree with him in this sense that we have to move on. But this is the analogy that he made. Quote, it's kind of like having uh, three daughters. I tell my daughters that if rape is inevitable, lie back and enjoy it, Regan said. That's not how we roll. That's not how we won this election. He went on to compare his win in the Republican primary also with the biblical tale of David and Goliath. Who cares about that? that his opponents had more financial support. Amber Harris, a Republican activist, and a fellow panelist told Reagan during the stream that your analogy is a shameful comment. She said, advice to your daughters. Don't do that, Harris said. Fight all the time. Reagan didn't immediately return a call requesting comment Wednesday I don't know what it is, but when people make asshole comments like that, and then I I um I see them, I like see their faces. I just I I, I want to punch them, uh, so much more. I want it to be so much more of an attack. Look at this pink faced motherfucker. Fuck this guy. Holy shit like i tell my daughters if you're about to get raped just lay back and enjoy it what the fuck all right this is um this is that moment from the zoom i got to make sure i get it right or i'm going to get knifed
0: We're a as
3: year after the election.
2: He's the one wearing the tiger's hat.
3: We're a year after, guys.
2: It's, it's too yeah. late. It's too late. Sorry. We, we yeah, lost. See, I, I had no that same attitude. integrity Okay, so they're all talking at the same time because they suck. Uh, he's already started going down the road. He's already said, "I had that attitude with my three daughters." As a of my three daughter, daughter. You, the you should have followed already. You should have
0: followed. All of Jay. us are talking
1: at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so, it was so six, six people, like, um, you know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, "Well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it." So,
2: um, I- what the fuck?
1: I, that's not how we roll. That's
2: not how I won this election. We, okay, Amber Harris is reacting with an uncomfortable smile. The other three are like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Cynthia Burley uh, is like, eh, what? Huh? Right at it. And so,
1: you know, what we did, we're Goliath right now. We knocked the... We, uh, She's Goliath,
2: cracking up.
1: Goliath. We knocked Goliath down with the stone. But you all know, as good Bible people, how did David kill Goliath?
2: Okay, that's that's the, that's the buried there. as As we all know... As good Bible people.
1: Yeah. We had uh, David and Goliath. We knocked Goliath down with the stone. But you all know as good Bible people, how did David kill Goliath?
2: Fuck off.
1: It wasn't the stone. Once, da- once Goliath was knocked down. Listen to
2: this guy. This is the same guy who just said, if your daughters are getting raped, they should just enjoy it.
1: <laughs> Goliath's sword and cut off his head. So what we do is we keep moving forward. <laughs> One election, we got the motivation, and we're pushing forward.
2: Yeah, listen to this guy. He's just he's uh, he watches fucking uh, uh, the blaze and just gets his talking points, and off he goes. Fuck him. We
1: do want to decertify this election, and we do want it returned to the rightful owner. Just like if somebody stole your car or stole your jewelry, they don't keep it. It goes back to the rightful owner. So you decertify and you give it to the rightful owner. Okay,
2: I can't listen anymore. He's he's just continued. To, this is this is my point. I am the voter. Okay. I am the voter that has I now hate the Republican Party. I don't want anything to do with them. That, when you say to me, Zayn, how can you do this? How can you it's because of that. It's because of all of this. That's why it's simple to me. Straight ticket, Democrat. Democrat, all the way. Fuck the Republicans. Unbelievable. What an asshole. I hate that guy, and uh, I hope he gets hit by a fucking truck. Fuck this guy, Robert Reagan. Suck my ass. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Um. All right. I've got the uh, asshole of the day. It's Nick. Uh, we'll get to it next. Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much for signing up for cameos. You can do it at any time. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Oh, I can't make it, Nick. He's been too good to me. I'm starting to calm down. It's got to be Robert, Robert Regan. Uh, Full House Comedy. If you want to go see a comedy show, fullhousecomedy.com. I appreciate it. And uh, check out a comedy show. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Uh, for anything at all with your vehicles. Specialized in hybrids, EVs. Off you go. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Sarah Honda Grandville as well. S-E-R-R-A. Sarah Honda Grandville. If you want to buy a car, that's where you go. Sarah Honda granville.com the asshole of the day is uh the guy i just mentioned congratulations to him he's an asshole fuck you and smell you later all right i'm done have a good one thanks